Hello, this is Father Mike Walker of Father Mike's Podcast, Father Mike's Bible Study Podcast, and the Catholic Combine, the pastor of St. Cecilia Catholic Church in Beaverton, Oregon. If you would like more information about the parish or the podcast, please feel free to email me at frmikewalker at gmail.com. And now, today's podcast. One of the essential tenets of the Christian faith is that Jesus rose from the dead. And as St. Paul said, if we do not believe that, we are the most pitiable of people because our entire faith is based on the power of God and the Son of God who rose from the dead after being crucified. But we also have some good reasons for that belief. It's not just some arbitrary belief that we uh, believe just because it feels good. That there, it, there are many good reasons and I want to lay out just a few and also uh, for those of you who want to read a little more into it I did put up a blog post on the parish website that explains things in a little more detail uh, but just for a, a brief summary uh, there are a few reasons why we believe what we do and it's reasonable and more reasonable to believe in the resurrection than not and the first one has to do with the disciples themselves because the disciples had just witnessed their Lord and Master going to a cruel and torturous death. And afterwards, as the accusation was, that the disciples went and stole the body in the middle of the night and then later made up the story about the resurrection, this would not have made any sense. Because humanly speaking, they were defeated. Uh, they were people, after seeing the death of their Lord and Master, they were hiding out and they were afraid. The last thing that they wanted to do was to go out and make up a story and proclaim it to all the world so that they could all go to their death in a similar manner. And so the only reasonable explanation here is that Jesus did rise from the dead, which emboldened the disciples, and they knew the reality of the resurrection, so they had no more fear, and they proclaimed Jesus resurrected. And this is the more reasonable explanation for that. Also, there are some details in the description that, that point to the reality of the resurrection, that the story is just different enough to be believable than if it were to be made up. Uh, so some of those examples, that when we hear the first witnesses of the resurrection, they're women. And for us, that doesn't seem like that's any detail worth note, but in Jesus' time, women would not have been considered uh, t uh, credible witnesses. And if someone were to make up the story, they would have made it up by saying that the men were the ones who saw Jesus rise from the dead. And nevertheless, that detail is in there because that's what happened, that Jesus appeared to the women first. Also, some of the other details that when Jesus appeared in his resurrected form, people didn't immediately recognize who he was because he had the resurrected body. And with the resurrected body, it was just different enough that they didn't always recognize him. Nevertheless, it was a real body. So Jesus was not a ghost. He was eating with them. He was walking with them. And uh, as far as they could tell, this was a resurrected body that was a real body, but it also was something different. And it was only after Jesus revealed himself to the people that they recognized him in his resurrected form. Also, notice that Jesus has in his resurrected form he has the nail marks in his hands and in his side and in his feet and so in other words he doesn't just reappear as if nothing happened you know but he's kind of wearing those marks kind of like battle wounds 
another detail that's a little odd is after the, after the tomb gets opened up and they're looking at the burial cloths, you'll see the one for the headpiece which is folded and put aside. Folded is a strange detail as well because that implies that it wasn't a rush job. If they were running in to try to steal a body, they wouldn't say, hey, let's go fold this and make it look all nice and put it to the side. You know, so it shows that, that there was no urgency, that Jesus was doing what was coming naturally. All right, another area has to do with what happened afterwards. Because after the resurrection of the dead, it's not just like there was a handful of people who saw the resurrected Jesus. Uh, that there were at least hundreds and more than likely thousands. Uh, St. Paul mentions in 1 Corinthians, almost as an afterthought, that Jesus appeared in his resurrected form to 500 people in one day. And then he's telling the Corinthians that if you don't believe me, go to Jerusalem because uh, many of those people are still alive and they will tell you what I'm telling you. you know, so it was common knowledge. It was understood. And this is one of those, one of those reasons why the Christianity itself grew as quickly as it did. And it was something that, that just a huge number of conversions, not just among the Jews, but the Gentiles and, and throughout the world, is a bit of a testimony to something being a reality more than just a made-up story. If it were a made-up story, someone would have found the body and they would have discredited the disciples and they would have shown that Jesus didn't rise from the dead. And this idea that we think, oh, the ancients, you know, they were just gullible. They weren't gullible. They were no different than us. We don't typically experience people rising from the dead. And they didn't either. That's why St. Thomas, when he wasn't there the first time, that he said, no, I'm only going to believe when I see and I put my fingers into the hands and into his side. You know, that people were realistic about where they were at. Yet the only and the best explanation is that Jesus rose from the dead. And all these subsequent events kind of followed that. But there's one kind of proof that might seem a little obscure to us, and that one is the empty tomb. Because in, in John's gospel, in Mark's gospel, in Matthew's gospel, you'll notice that they all believe just by seeing an empty tomb. And you might wonder, well, why was that enough? You know, why was it they didn't believe only after they saw the resurrected Jesus? Well, the reason is, is because they knew their scripture. And they knew that the innocent son of God, who had been killed unjustly, God would have to raise him from the dead because it was predicted in the scriptures. And so they came to understand that when they saw the empty tomb. And so that empty tomb speaks about the reality of the resurrection as well. And in some ways, maybe even more profoundly than some of those other ways. So as in, in 2018, um, I was just reading about this. this uh, uh, there was this group of soccer players that were in northern Thailand. They went down into a cave and then rain came in and so the cave got flooded and so they were stuck in this cave and they were out of contact with all and everyone around them uh, in the outside world for about a week or so. And then finally, uh, once they came to communicate, the, what happened is the water levels came up where they could not escape and they were trapped in this cave and they were going to die there unless something was done. And over 10,000 people got together and started sending out uh, divers to try to bring them, uh, try to bring them some equipment. And there were, I think there were 9,000 soldiers that were helping out. There were 900, no, 2,000 soldiers that were helping out. And there were 900 police officers that were helping out. There were more than 100 divers that were helping out. It was really a, an international effort. 
And so finally, two British divers came down and they, they, they communicated with them and later they brought them equipment. And so they trained the people, the, the 12 soccer players and the coach, how to use the equipment and they gave them uh, the instructions and then some drugs to help them uh, to not panic when they found themselves claustrophobic and in all this mud. And eventually they got them all out of there. It really was a, a really remarkable story. But I think there's a, a spiritual lesson that we can see with this empty tomb because if it's up to us, if we entered into a tomb, then our fate would just be death. We would be there forever. And if Jesus were merely human, that would be the case as well. But death could not contain Jesus because he's the Son of God. And for that reason, that empty tomb shows the reality of the resurrected life. And not only for Jesus, but also for us. Because without Jesus' resurrection and without that empty tomb and that opening up to a new life, then we would be trapped in our sin, we'd be trapped in death. Those sins, the obsessions and the addictions and, and all that, that entraps us with false gods, that would be the end of our story as well. But it doesn't have to be because Jesus shows us a different way to live and a different way to live forever, following in his example. Uh, there was in the Acts of the Apostles, St. Peter, after Pentecost, he was preaching about what happened with Jesus, that yes, he was crucified, but he rose from the dead, and you can live that resurrected life too. And afterwards, the people said, well, what do we do now? You know, that's a great question. You know, I like that. It's just saying that, okay, well, it's one thing to kind of know a series of, of facts about something. It's another thing to respond in some way. And so St. Peter just says something very simple. And he says, well, repent, believe, be baptized, and live the resurrected life. Well, that's what the resurrected life is all about. You know, it's our repentance, understanding that we do need a Savior. We don't want to be trapped in a cave forever and die. We need the intervention of our God to come and save us. And then when it comes to uh, that be baptized, you know, well, in our baptism, we get those gifts of the Spirit that help us to be able to live and to commit ourselves to Christ. And also, it's a commitment to the worship that he calls us to and the connection through our prayer and, and through that lived-out experience of charitable living and the Christian morals and values that we have, you know, that this is all part of that. So the bottom line is that Jesus has been risen from the dead. Jesus is alive. And through him, we are alive as well. And so let's follow him as he leads us out of the tomb and into that resurrected life. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. May God bless you and be with you as you live out your faith and serve the Lord this week.